I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. And you heard it yesterday, last night at the Capitol building. Uh, we had the article, not articles, but article. It's only one. Article of impeachment was sent over to the Senate. And it was uh, marched across the hall. In fact, we have audio of it if you want to hear it. This is what it sounded like. Yeah, there they are. They're marching right across the hall. Like eight or nine of those Democrats holding the one, because that's how many, it's one article of impeachment. And it takes a whole, I mean, it takes a whole battalion of stormtroopers to march it across the hall um, with Nancy Pelosi, you know, breathing heavily in the. I was her in the background, and they delivered the article of impeachment. So now we, uh, we look forward to that Senate trial beginning. The Senate trial, which even Joe Biden admits even joe biden admits is not going to go anywhere there's going to be it's not something that he's going to be able to he doesn't feel like there's going to be enough votes in the senate for the impeachment trial he doesn't feel like there's going to be uh enough votes at all for the republicans to throw donald trump out of office even though i know what you're thinking isn't donald trump has he been out of office for like a week well yes tomorrow it will be one week since donald trump has left office but it doesn't matter doesn't matter to the Democrats. They still want him thrown out of office, even though he's not in. Uh, it's a weird way to think. In fact, there was Jim Jordan was talking to Maria Bartiromo yesterday about this whole thing. And it's really he actually he kind of he kind of did summed it up in a pretty good way. Uh, Jim Jordan, if you know, no, don't know, he's a Republican from Ohio. Very prominent. He worked in the um, uh, impeachment defense of Donald Trump in the House of Representatives. And he is one of the major players in the Republican Party left in the House of Representatives, one of the most outspoken critics of the Democrats and one of the biggest supporters of conservatism and Trumpism and and whatever MAGAism or whatever, whatever ism you want to you want to talk about. But he just he discussed with Maria Bartiromo on Fox News um, what's going on with the impeachment and in my opinion summed it up summed it up perfectly let me uh turn on the button here so you can actually hear what he said first the case is so ridiculous i mean how do how do how do you incite a riot that was already planned how do you uh, incite a breach of the capitol that happened before the president even completed his speech and how does how can you charge the president with inciting uh, violence at the capitol when he told the people at the rally to peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard. All right, so this brings us to the actual article of impeachment. And the article of impeachment, the crime that President Trump is being accused of having committed by the House of Representatives, is inciting an insurrection. And Jim Jordan makes some very valid points here. How can you incite an insurrection that was planned before the speech you gave where you supposedly incited the insurrection? I mean, everything that, that the Democrats are arguing here hinges on Donald Trump's speech on January 6th. 
It was January 6th, right before uh, right before the vice president, Mike Pence, uh, was going to read aloud the electoral votes and, de- and decide who had the most and who was going to be president and yada, yada. And there were hundreds of thousands of Trump supporters that came to peacefully protest in Washington, D.C. And Donald Trump said, you're my supporters. You voted for me. I'm going to come out. I'm going to say so. I want to talk to you people because I love you and you love me. And he gave a speech. And in the speech, he even commented, as Jim Jordan just said, he said, I know you're going to go down to the Capitol and peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. And but before the speech was even over, the Capitol building was being was being stormed by some of these unruly uh, protesters. And the Capitol building, for those of you that aren't familiar with Washington geography, it's not like a block away. It's a schlep, man. You have you've got to hoof it if you're going to if you're listening to the president speak and you run as fast as you possibly can to the Capitol, you still may not make it by the time he's done with his speech. And if you do, then you are going to be too winded to break any windows or doors at all, because like I said, it's I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's a schlep. It looks close by, but it ain't. Ask anyone who's walked it. I have. Uh, so here he is saying this is a ridiculous case. CNN themselves have even said that they've caught or they have evidence of people pre-planning this raid on the Capitol. So therefore, it wasn't incited by President Trump. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. They're going to go through with it anyway. And Maria Bartiromo is like, why are they going to go through with it? Is it just for is it a political uh, showpiece at this point? And here's what Jim Jordan said. This is really, as Kevin just said, an obsession with the Democrats. I mean, look, they tried to remove President Trump from office before he got there. They're trying to remove him now that he's already left. I mean, it's it's really that ridiculous. It really is that. (laughs) I mean, when, when you think about it, when you put the last four years into one sentence, it really seems ridiculous. He cited the Washington Post article, which came out 19 minutes after Donald Trump was sworn into office, 19 minutes after President Trump took the oath of office and became president. The Washington Post published a piece that said the the impeachment of Donald Trump has begun. The man was president for 19 minutes. And they already started talking about impeachment. How many Congress people do you remember uh, sat out of Donald Trump's inauguration because they vowed he was illegitimate? How many Congress people ran for the House of Representatives in 2018 on the sole platform that we will impeach Donald Trump? Or as Rashida Tlaib so elegantly put it, we will impeach the mother father. That was the only thing on their mind. In fact, there are Congress people. The only reason they are in Congress was because they wanted to impeach Donald Trump. And now that now that he's out of office and they failed twice now to remove him from said office, they don't know what to do. They're walking around the Capitol going, well, what do we do now? What if we just uh, what if we what if we just tear down all the buildings and rebuild them? What do we do? That? What if we get rid of airplanes? Just take uh, high like green trains everywhere. Let's do that. We'll go work on that. That's the situation we're in right now. But when you think when Jim Jordan puts it that way, when he says they wanted to impeach him from the moment he came into office and now that he's gone, they still want to impeach him. It's like, you know, it's like somebody it's like they're they're your car keys. People always make fun of people who say, you know, I found my car keys. Where were they? Oh, they're always in the last place you look. Of course, they're in the last place you look, because once you find your car keys, they're gone. If the goal was to get Donald Trump out of office, you would think that that once Donald Trump left office, the Democrats would be happy. But they're not because they are totally obsessed. And anybody who votes for any one of these Democrats, whether it's AOC, whether it's Nancy Pelosi, whether it's Joe Biden, you are feeding into this obsession. You are uh, what's the word they use for alcohol? enabling the Democrats' obsession 
with Donald Trump. And it's an unhealthy obsession. It's an unhealthy obsession that is not good for the country. It's not good for your party. It's definitely not good for unity. And the only person that seems unaffected by your obsession with getting rid of President Trump is President Trump. Because twice now, he's lived through these bogus impeachments. Twice now, he's come out fine. He left office as the president. And this trial is headed to the Senate. And even Joe Biden thinks it's going to fail. Everybody knows it's going to fail. You're not going to get enough Republicans to vote to remove Donald Trump from office because he's already out of office. <laughs> it's like it's like quitting a job and then your boss coming back two weeks later and saying, hey, uh, you know how you quit two weeks ago? I've decided you're fired. Doesn't doesn't work that way. It's not the office where the guy quits and then Michael fires him. And then, of course, they have to pay him. They have to pay him unemployment. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 104.5. Jim Jordan had some other great uh, points to make about big tech. Maria Bartiromo also asked him to sum up Joe Biden's presidency so far. She said, look, it's been a week. Sum up Joe Biden's presidency so far. Sum up his uh, sum up his agenda. Tell us how you think he is doing. And uh, and he did. I'll tell you, he did in, in one sentence. He summed up perfectly what a terrible, horrible detriment to this country. Joe Biden's presidency has already been and it's only been. Almost one week. Uh, we'll play that for you here in just a minute. Also, I have an amazing story out of South Carolina that I want to share with you regarding the vaccines um, and a Chick-fil-A and the filibuster. The filibuster is the new big argument in Washington, D.C. After impeachment, of course, it's all going to come down to the filibuster. The filibuster and getting rid of the filibuster is something that the Democrats all they all ran on. They're like, we got to get rid of the filibuster. Then we can do whatever we want. We can change the world. We can stack the court. We can make Puerto Rico a state. We can make we can make I don't know whatever we want a state. We can make uh, we can do. We'll have total control once we get rid of the filibuster. We won't need no stinking Republicans. Well, that may be easier said uh, than done. We'll talk a little bit about that. And there's a uh, oh, there's a TikTok trend I want to share with you too because. It makes me smile. Finally, it makes me smile. And it makes me realize that you really can succeed at pretty much anything. And the American dream is alive and well, even though I think this story comes from Scotland. Ah, whatever. 855-765-1045. Plus, we got some mail time later today. Your phone calls, your open mic messages, and more of the Mark K Show continues right after this. My name's Mark K855-765-1045. Matt Miller just dropped us a super chat with a great question. Had a great question. Uh, he said, should Jim Jordan replace the Ohio senator who is re uh, retiring? There's a re What's his name? Is uh, announced that he's not running for office again in 2022. So uh, there's going to be an opening in Ohio. We're actually going to have three openings. There's going to be one in Ohio. There's going to be one in North Carolina. And there's going to be one in, where's the third one? I forget. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Um, but there's going to be three Republicans retiring, and we need to fill those Senate seats for sure. I don't like moving people from the House of Representatives to the Senate, though, especially someone like Jim Jordan, because Jim Jordan is one of the most effective um, and one of the most popular conservatives we have in the House of Representatives. I didn't like that Doug Collins decided to run for Senate because look what happened. He ran for Senate against Kelly Leffler. Kelly Leffler didn't get 50 percent. She had to go to a runoff where she lost to Raphael Warnock. 
And now we don't even have Doug Collins in the House of Representatives. And he's sitting around for two years kicking back until he figures out what to do, which is probably run for governor against uh, Brian Kemp, which may not be a bad idea because I'm pretty sure he'll have the backing of the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. Um, so in the end, it's good and bad. But I'd like people to stay where they are for a while. <laughs> you know, I think that like Matt Gates, for example, people like maybe Matt Gates should run for Senate against Marco Rubio. I don't know. I kind of like Matt Gates where he is. He's doing a bang up job. You need somebody in the House of Representatives that's going to help build that majority that, that could potentially. I mean, think about this. Once the uh, once the election rolls around in 2022, there's a gosh darn great shot that Republicans can take back control of the House of Representatives, especially if they uh, continue down this path they're going toward with these impeachments that are ridiculous, with trying to get rid of the filibuster, with with like, you know, Joe Biden's. I mean, just Joe, the fact that Joe Biden is leading by executive order. I mean, think about this. Think about Don, how many executive orders uh, Joe Biden has signed in the past week. It's a record number for any president in their first week. And he has partisan control of the Congress. I mean, think about that. If he didn't have Democrats in control of the Senate and Democrats in control of the House of Representatives, think of I mean, think about how many executive orders he would have signed then. He could do whatever he wants with the Congress. He could do whatever he wants with the Senate. And he's still signing all these executive orders because I think he understands he's not as powerful uh, as he is. But I'm not a big fan of of these senators jumping to Congress and Congress jumping to like stay in the car, like be Speaker of the House one day. That would be huge. That would be very helpful if we had a strong conservative speaker of the House one day who wasn't afraid to use their power for the greater good of the United States of America. That would be that would be thrilling. But if these people keep jumping out of the House of Representatives, it doesn't do us any good. That's my that's my two cents. But I appreciate I appreciate the call and the question. And Jim Jordan, again, he's there's committees in the House of Representatives uh, representatives that have a lot of power. And we need powerful people like Jim Jordan on those committees. Listen to how Jim Jordan asset Maria Bartiromo. She said, give us an overview your first week uh, witnessing what Joe Biden has done to this country. Give us just kind of the overview. Probably one of the best assessments you'll hear of Joe Biden's presidency to date um, so far. Listen carefully. We're losing energy jobs with his decision on the pipeline. Probably going to drive up the cost of energy. Probably going to drive up the cost of fuel for American families and Americans across the country. He's decided he's going to release 14,000 illegals. 71% of those illegals have a criminal yeah. record. Now, how is that good for the country? We not we right now, as Kevin said, we have a wall around the Capitol to protect the politicians, but we can't keep the wall on the border to protect the people of this country. How does that make sense? So th th those are the things that scare me. I hope we can actually get some kind of uni uh, unity, as, the, as President Biden talked about in his remarks. But the actions they're taking don't seem to reinforce that or embrace that concept. It, I mean, he sums it up perfectly. He says, how do any of these executive actions, how do they help Americans? Which is what I we assume as the president of the United States you're supposed to do. But it's because the Democrats, and we know this because they've said it. They've said America first is over. America first is a bad policy. We have to end this idea of America first. Think about that. This was the this was the policy of a of a party that somehow came to power. You know what? As the leaders of America, we have to stop America first. We have to stop that. It's 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 detrimental to America. The, I mean, the lack of common sense by this entire entity. Uh, this, the entire group of people, it's just it's baffling. I don't I don't understand how they don't understand this kind of stuff, but they don't. And um, and they feel that the best thing to do as politicians is put 
uh, socialism first, is to put the rest of the world first, is to look around the world and say, who is it that feels slighted by the United States of America? Who feels that we are superior to them and we need to give them a leg up? Who is it that, that you know, it wants to take advantage of us and our hospitality and our generosity? Let's work with those people. Who is it that can funnel the most money into my bank account? China? Great. Let's work with them. Come on, Hunter, let's get on the plane. We're headed, no, not Air Force Two, Air Force One this time. We're the president now. Uh, 855-765-1045. It really is frustrating. But in just seven days, we, we've been able to find, uh, find out the real reason um, behind Joe Biden's presidency. And it's not to put America first. It's to put everybody else first. And every single executive order he's signed, whether it's whether it's closing the XL uh, uh, pipeline, whether it's, you know, this transgender executive order for uh, women's sports in, in college and high school, any and all of these things, every single one of his executive orders does not put Americans first and does not help Americans. Why is this guy the president of the United States of the world? He of of the uh, of America. He should be the president of every other country in the world because that's who he's really working for. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Well, except for Canada, they hate him now too. Quick break. Your phone calls coming up here in just a minute. Uh, stay tuned. This is the Marque Show. We'll be right back. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-106, uh, what, wait, was it? 765-1045 is our number. And I want to get to a, a one phone, one or two phone calls here real quick before we get into this story about Chick-fil-A. One of my favorite stories of the day. If you love Chick-fil-A, you're going to love this story. Uh, Tom is in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Hi, Tom. How are you? All right. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Tom. What's going on? How are you? All right. Uh, I remember hearing something a while back about uh, them wanting to impeach uh, Biden. Like some woman was supposed to do it like the second day. Nothing hurt on that. Yeah, well, that uh, happened, though. Her name was Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a she's a uh, freshman congresswoman from Georgia. And she um, she actually put in the uh, articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for his, um, you know, for his corruption in, in, in China with Hunter and everything else. However, since she's a Republican and they're in the minority, uh, that's probably you're not going to hear anything about it. Um, but it did happen. Just rest assured. And, and this stuff with the, uh, you know, canceling the pipeline, that's not unity. And, you know. The fact that there's still rioting going on in, in, in Portland and no one's doing anything about that. They're just letting it burn again. I mean, you know, who are the ones that are going to keep it accountable? Because our votes don't seem to count because they seem to be able to vote for us even when we're dead. Yeah. No, Tom, like you bring it, you bring up some great points. Couple th First of all, the pipeline, I mean, the pipeline's a big deal and don't, it's not going away. This is the, the thing about executive orders and executive actions is that you can fight them. You can 100% fight them. Um, but it, you much like everything else, it's a long process. What happens is the first thing you have to do is you have to wait for the executive order to be signed. And we did that. Then you have to find somebody who is, who is, um, I guess you would say harmed or directly uh, incapacitated by the pipeline and who also has enough money to sue the president um, for this executive order in court. And we have I mean, luckily, luckily, there's a lot of rich people in the oil industry. So you don't have to worry. But there's entire states that are going to be suing uh, Joe Biden over the executive order. In fact, 
um, Alberta, the province of Alberta is filing a lawsuit. Uh, Canada, I believe, is also involving them. So there's a lot of there's a lot of power behind um, uh, fighting this executive order of Joe Biden's. And then what happens is it goes through the court system. It goes through the other system. There's all sorts of appeals and whatnot. Finally, it will end up at the Supreme Court. But again, that's a long that's a long ways away. And and you have to look. I mean, somebody wrote on our super chat. You know, the reason they're doing all this is because Americans were too prosperous. Americans were too prosperous. They were. We had too many good jobs. We had too many high paying jobs. Our taxes were too low. We were loving this country again. We didn't feel like we needed the government. And when you're a Democrat, you need your constituents to feel like they need the government. Without the government, they'd be lost. You, when you're a federalist, you love big government. When you're a socialist, you want to totally control everyone um, through the government. And if people feel like they are, their lives are golden without the government, which is what Donald Trump and the Republicans and really all conservatives should be fighting for, then then <laughs> then you know that uh, that they're really looking um, to create more victims so they can have more control. And that's what it's all about. And that's you know that's the mark of a true conservative too. If you're looking around the Republican Party, going hmm. Who are the real conservatives around? Who are the conservatives around here? Is it is it Liz Cheney? Is it Jim Jordan? Is it Matt Gates? Is it Mitch McConnell? Who would I go? To? What about Rick Scott? Is he a real conservative? You have to look at the people that that want to uh, make the government smaller. And if there's ever government overreach, they're the first ones to stand in line. And this impeachment of Donald Trump is the perfect example. Donald Trump was impeached once by the House of Representatives. Uh, nobody voted for it except for Mitt Romney. And that was it. Then he was impeached again faster with no with no like zero representation, with no due process, with no evidence um, to, you know, to uphold whatever uh, charges were being brought against him. And, but it doesn't matter. They just voted to impeach him. And there were 10 Republicans who voted with the Democrats. Clearly, they're not conservatives because they like this government power that they have. Ted Cruz is issuing a joint resolution once again. You know what it's for? Term limits. Ted Cruz is a senator, and he's saying we should not be able to stay here for the rest of our lives. We should not be able to go to Congress like Nancy Pelosi did and sit there until they're too old to do anything else, which was, by the way, 10 years ago for Nancy Pelosi, 20 years ago for Dianne Feinstein, and Chuck Schumer in the restroom, they're all creeping up on it, too. But term limits, you know, that doesn't that doesn't that's not attractive to the Democrats because they like the power. They like big government. They like being able to stay. The longer you're there, the more powerful you become and the more the more power you're allowed to wield and the higher you climb up those committee, uh, those committee ladders. And they like that. True Republicans want to limit the size of the government. They want to limit the scope of the government. They want to limit the amount of money that the government has. It's like when Joe Biden's staff got into work on day one and they go, oh, my God, this place is even worse off than we thought. Why? What's so bad? There's whole departments that are gone. I called my buddy over at the interior and his job's gone. I don't know who's there's like four people working at the interior department that I need. There used to be 24. That's not because, not because Donald Trump mismanaged. It's because he managed. He, he went in there and said, why are there 24 people doing the job of four? Get them out. Why is this department here? It's redundant to this department over here. Close one of them. And the Biden people come in there. They're like, oh, my God. What happened to the government? It's so much smaller. It doesn't fit anymore. Did I gain weight? What? Why can't, I can't squeeze this government over my waist. It's horrible. We need bigger government. And that's, you know, enter all the executive orders. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We uh, we appreciate it. 
1045. Speaking of big, speaking of government being pretty much pointless and inefficient, uh, the vaccination rollout. You know, a lot of people have taken heat for this vaccination rollout. There's uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo who had to actually dispose of vaccines because they weren't able to administer them quick enough and they were rotting uh, because they weren't left in the refrigerated um, area where they needed to be. Here in Florida, we've done an amazing bang-up job uh, with our vaccine rollout because we have Ron DeSantis running the show and he knows to get out of the way and let the professionals administer the vaccines. And you can tell that Florida's doing a great job because CNN keeps coming down here and telling everyone what a horrible job Florida is doing with the vaccine rollout. But whenever you have government in charge, there's things that are going to be inefficient. And in South Carolina, in uh, in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, which is right by Charleston, they realized that they had a problem. The mayor of, of uh, Mount Pleasant, North of South Carolina, saw a, a very slow moving vaccination site with one hour waits for people that were coming to get vaccinated. It was causing backups. It was causing gridlocked traffic. So you know what he did? He called the one person who he knew could fix gridlocked traffic and could get a slow moving line moving faster. He called the local manager from his local Chick-fil-A restaurant. And he called the Chick-fil-A restaurant and said, I need your help. I need you to come out here. And a Chick-fil-A manager named Jerry Wachowiak came out to the vaccination site, started rerouting cars, started pushing people toward the front of the line who had their paperwork, started teaching people how to efficiently and effectively run their vaccination site so there would be no backups, so there would be no gridlock, so there would be no unnecessary traffic. And this Chick-fil-A manager managed to get the wait at this vaccination station down from one hour to 15 minutes. What from one hour to 15 minutes if, when you left the government in charge, it took one hour for you to get your vaccine. When you put the Chick-fil-A worker in charge, the line started moving quicker and you were in and out the door in 15 minutes. That is 400 percent more efficient than the government was able to do it. This is why Donald Trump broke down the government. This is why he started getting rid of agencies. This is why he turned to private companies. This is why NASA doesn't send people to space anymore. Elon Musk does, and Virgin Galactic does, and Jeff Bezos does. Because when you leave it to corporations, capitalists, who live and breathe by the money they make or lose, they will find the most efficient way to do it. The Chick-fil-A restaurant, first of all, they're closed on Sunday, so they already are at a competitive disadvantage. They got to move chicken sandwiches. And they know they're popular. They got to move as many chicken sandwiches as possible. And when they start getting gridlocked, they don't cut off the line. They figure out a better system. They hire more people. They make it work. And that's why when you turn to the private sector, you will always find better solutions than when you turn to government workers. And Donald Trump spent his entire life in the private sector, and he was able to come in on day one and make America great again. Joe Biden, on the contrary, he spent his entire adult life from the time he was 30 to now that he's 130. He spent that entire time in government in Washington being inefficient and now that he's president he's showing us just how inefficient he can be i'm telling you we would be better off if we voted for that cow that can't spell uh for president of the united states than joe biden you know eat more chicken don't cancel the pipeline 
855-765-1045. Make more jobs. Uh, 855-765-1045. Quick break. Mark K. Show continues right after this. So Biden's plan to change all the federal government's cars to electric is uh, somewhat of a good plan. But at what point do they change the cop cars and FBI cars and all these other cars into electric? Uh, I think that would be kind of funny to see law enforcement riding around electric cars. You know, you know who rides around on electric cars? The security guards in my in my neighborhood, <laughs> my golf carts. I mean, come on, you can't catch it. You know what's going to happen? Once all the cars become electric for the police and the FBI, you're going to all the criminals are going to start just driving around in eight cylinder Camaros and Ford Mustangs because they know they're going to be able to blow them uh, blow them out of the water. Also, I mean, you you can only go so far on a charge. Like, think about this. If there's a police chase, I mean, my car on a full tank of gas can go longer than 200 miles. And I know that that's probably like, I don't know, like Tesla's and Leaf. We'll have to ask Josh about his Leaf. But I, I know that they're limited to like 200 miles and then you got to stop and recharge. So I think that's going to be bad for, you know, interstate police chases. But yeah, that's something that, that Joe Biden said. In fact, I, I don't know if I here. I have it here if you want to hear it. The federal government also owns an enormous fleet of vehicles, which we're going to replace with clean electric vehicles made right here in America by American workers, creating millions of jobs, a million auto worker jobs in clean energy and vehicles that are net zero emissions. You know, he reminds me of sometimes when he talks like this is, uh, God, what was the character? It was John Levitt, Lovitz on Saturday Night Live. And he used to just be the guy that made like pulled stuff out of his butt while he was talking around. He'd be like, you know, and uh, and we're all going to make uh, electric cars. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Improv. Yeah, go. that's the ticket. And yeah, and every every American car is going to be clean energy. We're going to replace all of them. Yeah. And all the police will have electric uh, motorcycles, scooters, uh, the flying saucers. Yeah, that's the ticket. He's just pulling stuff out of his butt, making it up as he goes along. Has no idea if it's feasible. Has no idea if it's possible. Doesn't have any clue on how much it's going to Do you know how much it would cost to change the, to outfit the entire fleet of vehicles in the United States government to, to change them all to electric? I guarantee it's more money than Joe Biden's able to print in the next four years of his presidency. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Catherine in Ozark, Missouri. How you doing, Catherine? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on in Ozark? Nothing exciting. <laughs> oh, good. Really? I guess good. Well, <laughs> not really. Yeah, that's a bummer. I guess Marty Bird's not up to anything crazy. Uh, so what's uh, what's going on? What do you want to say today? Um, you may have already answered it because I patched in late, but um, my question is, do you think this whole process, impeachment process, is to um, ruin Trump's political career, or is it just simply because they hate Trump? <laughs> wow, that's a good – do you think it's to ruin Trump's political career, or do I think it's because they just want to – they just hate Trump? It's not just his political career that they're trying to ruin. It's his entire life that, that this is how much they hate the guy. This is, you know, it's like um, it's like the mob. Really, you have to look at the Democrats like the mafia. If you cross the mafia, they'll kill you and then uh, they'll send a message by you know, maybe they won't kill you first. They'll kill like your family members, your mom. You know, they'll take pictures of your kids that they kidnapped and they're beating them and throwing, I don't know, battery acid on their face. Whatever. I don't know what the mob does. I don't know what they're they're doing these days, but they, they don't just go after you. They want to send a message to future People that are thinking of me, you know, some there's someone out there that going, you know what, maybe I'll cross the mob, too. They don't want that to happen. They don't want it to become a habit. 
So they go after you. They go after your family. They do whatever they can to – and they don't so much care about you. They know they have that power. It's it's the people that are coming after you that think, hey, if Donald Trump got away with this, I can. Uh, that They don't want that. They don't want it to be a habit formed in people's minds. So that's why they're trying to impeach him again now that he's out of office. That's why they're canceling all of his social media. That's why they're going to try to prosecute him in New York court. That's why they still want to go after his taxes. That's why they're trying to get his neighbors to throw him out of Mar-a-Lago. That's why they're canceling his bank accounts at Deutsche Bank. That's why they're canceling his short stores at Shopify. They want to make it impossible for Donald Trump and his family to survive in this world because they don't want anyone else trying to do what he did, and that is be an outsider inside Washington. That's what they're trying to do. Now, they've been failing at it pretty badly. And the one thing, the one thing that Donald Trump is going to be able to do after all of this is succeed, not as president, but as the man behind the president, the kingmaker, if you will, the the person who chooses who wins and who loses future political battles. And that's where the real power is. And if you don't believe me, just get, just ask uh, George Soros. 855-765-1045. More on that coming up. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Coming up, we have some mail time. We have so many. Where'd they go? Oh, you <laughs> I turned around. There was nothing there. I was like, who stole our mail? No, we have so many packages and letters and things. And we're going to get to those here uh, before July. Something we do every Tuesday is called mail time. First, though, I want to play you this thing because this is something that has just I mean, when I first heard about it, I thought it was a joke, but it's not a joke. It's actually it's actually true. Um, and there's this guy. His name is Evans. Some, hang on. Let me see. Let me see if I can get his name. His name is uh, Nathan Evans. He's 26. He's from Scotland. And this kid, Nathan Evans, about like two or three months ago, posted a sea shanty on TikTok. And I mean, lo and behold, all of a sudden, this sea shanty just went totally viral. If you don't know what I'm talking about, here it is. There once was a ship that put to sea. The name of the ship was a bully of tea. The winds blew up her bow, up down oh, below my bully boys blow. <gasps> Soon may the man come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take a leave and go. Right, so he does this sea shanty because he's like from Scotland. And when you're from Scotland, you can get away from, uh, get away with something like that. But now this thing like blew up and went totally viral. He just got a record deal. He just got a record deal to record sea shanties and I guess release them as singles. So, uh, I mean, it's pretty exciting. But everybody now has been doing sea shanties. You hear you got Jimmy Fallon doing sea shanties. You've got Stephen Colbert doing sea shanties. And it's like the new big thing. If you want to be like cool and hip, you got to like, you know, you got a sea shanty, like whatever you want to say, you do it like this and then it'll go viral and you'll make some bucks. And it hurts your hand a little bit, too. So you got to be really careful. But so we've been playing around with sea shanties here. And, you know, and you're going to I mean, look, you're going to hear more and more of these because now the guy's making money. And as soon as one person makes money, everyone wants to make money. So uh, there's there's definitely a market for it. There lives a man in old D.C. who's been there since 73. He hasn't done much that you can see. He goes by President Joe. Soon may the Republicans win and make America great again. We'll say goodbye to Joe Biden to the old folks home. He'll go. See, it's just that easy. 
We'll lower your taxes and lower the debt and so and hold on. Oh yeah, we'll lower your taxes and lower the debt and sue the crap out of big tech. Keep those socialists in check and boot out President Joe. Soon may Republicans win to make America great again. Pelosi will be drowning in gin to the old folks' home. She'll go. That's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> to the old folks' home she'll go. There you go. That really hurts your hand, by the way. I, I don't know how they beat on desks that long. but that, So that's going to be the new big thing. And I really think, I really think that uh, this is finally a TikTok. This is finally a TikTok trend that I can get behind. Because, you know, I couldn't get into the whole filing down your teeth thing. I yeah. never understood that. There were a couple of you know, eating Tide Pods I wasn't oh. a big fan of. But uh, sea shanties, I think, definitely... Definitely for certain. 855-765-1045. This is Charlie in Jacksonville. Hey, Charlie, how you doing? Thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. Oh, greetings. It's an honor to talk to you. Oh, it's an honor to talk to you, too, Charlie. What's going on? What did you want to say? Well, I was, you know, we're talking about the electric cars. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. How the uh, Joe Biden said he's going to turn all the cars electric in the federal government. Exactly. And I'm sure that power comes from just the thin air oh wait a second you, you plug them in oh that's the grid oh they were talking about the grid and losing like 30 percent of the power that it's generated oh yeah and that power comes from coal and everywhere else that electricity is produced they're just morons. yeah and that is a big problem because the more electric cars you have on the road the more electricity you need and there's no there's not enough uh clean energy to create all that electricity you, ha- you have to burn the coal you have to frack you have to burn the oil. It's not gonna. It's not gonna power enough uh, enough electric cars for them to even have the motorcade go down Pennsylvania Avenue so that Joe Biden and Hunter can go get bagels. I mean, it's it's definitely an issue. Whatever else Hunter is getting these days. Whatever else he has. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks so much for calling. By the way, that was and that was a true story. They were coming back from church because every Sunday Joe Biden wakes up and he goes to church and pretends to be Catholic, and then the motorcade stopped at this famous bagel restaurant in D.C. And Hunter was spotted getting out of the the uh, the motorcade, going to the bagel restaurant, getting a bag of snacks and bagels and and schmears and whatever else they get, and coming back to the limo. And I mean, the press went wild. It was the most coverage Hunter Biden has ever gotten, and it was because he stopped for bagels on a on a Sunday morning. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, there is not enough sunlight production or uh, they're not of solar panels turning sunlight into energy to power the electric vehicles we have now you know it's, it's so funny when people they buy these teslas and then they get the superchargers installed in their homes and then they're like look at this i'm charging up my tesla with a supercharger jea doesn't have windmills on Southside boulevard that they're pulling that energy from they're not you know using solar power power panels on your roof to charge your tesla they're burning coal and gas and they're digging and drilling. And your electric car may run on electricity, but the electric turbines at the power plant don't. And that's one of the biggest issues that people, they feel like they're doing something great, but really they're just putting Americans out of work. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045. DJ in Ohio. Hi, DJ. How are you? Hey, Mark. Uh, good to talk to you. Good talking to you, uh, DJ. What's going on, man? Uh, well, I tried to call in yesterday. You guys were talking about Rand Paul. Yeah. And uh, what he said yesterday should get him removed from uh, Congress or whatever. I don't know how you'd get him removed, but it, it should be justified to remove him because he said, well, we know about all this evidence and the Supreme Court wouldn't even take it. And he said, well, usually they don't 
uh, like doing election cases. And it's like, well, you're pretty much saying that they wouldn't take it and it was handed to you guys. And you're like, oh, we know about all the evidence, but we certified it anyway. Like the fact that he knew about the evidence and stuff and, and certified it and then blaming the Supreme Court, like, oh, well, they didn't do anything. Well, neither did you. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, the, his his argument was, and I love, I'll be honest with you, I personally was a big fan of Rand Paul after that interview, and I think that it went viral for a reason. Uh, but it, Rand Paul, the, the reason he said he certified the election results was because he said it wasn't, and, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people that feel the same way. He said it wasn't Congress's job to try to overturn them. What you need to do, and he, and he followed it up by saying, what I'm going to spend the next two years doing is going to every single state. I'm going to go, I'm going to make sure, in fact, here, I have it. Why don't I just play it for you? Because I think I still have it. I plan on spending the next two years going around state to state and fixing these problems. And I won't be cowed by liberals in the media who say, there's no evidence here and you're a liar if you talk about election fraud. No, let's have an open debate. It's a free country. Yeah, because again, this is, I mean, this is the United States of America. And Rand Paul, to an extent, was right. If the Congress or if the Senate had overturned the election results in any of these states, which it doesn't seem like they even had the authority to do, sure, they could object, but there's no way those objections would have gone anywhere. Uh, but, I mean, if that, if that gives strength to the federal government. And as a conservative, and Rand Paul, I mean, he's borderline libertarian. The last thing he wants to do is have the government overstep. They, all of these problems come from the state level. All of these problems come from the state secretary of states who are who are changing election law. It comes from the state courts who are allowing these laws to be changed. It comes from weak legislators who aren't stepping in. Like in Pennsylvania, that state legislature should have stepped in and said, this is not happening. You can't do this. We are holding you accountable. They did not. The federal level is always the last resort. So you can't, I mean, the Supreme Court, sure, they don't like to take election cases. They should have in this case because it was a state suing a, other states. And that's the only reason, I mean, that's the reason the Supreme Court should have gotten involved. There's no other way for the state of Texas to, to sue any other state. They have to go directly to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court said, nah, we're busy. That's the problem there. But when you're talking about what Rand Paul's talking about, he's right. You have to go to the state level and you have to fix it there because that's you don't want the federal government all of a sudden overturning elections, because if they do it once, they're just going to do it over and over and over and over. There once was a ship that put to sea. The name of the ship was a bully of tea. 855-765-1045. A quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up. Soon the Willowman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take a leave and go. She's not been two weeks from shore. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855 1045 is our number. Now, I appreciate all the comments on the sea shanty. We'll get that. Uh, we'll get that up on the website or something somewhere, uh, somewhere later today. And we'll. And if you have your own, by all means. It, I mean, they're like I said, it's a hot commodity now. The guy that originated it from Scotland just got a record deal, a record deal for singing sea shanty. You know what we need to do is we need to go back and find out like what what's the old school thing that we can make new school again. That's what people. Ooh, that's fun. That's how it works. And he's like, okay, no one sung sea shanties in a hundred. 50, 200 years, let's bring those back and make a mint. I like that. Maybe we go back, and I told you, like Gregorian chants or something, or uh, Gregorian I don't know. Chants. I don't know. I don't know what the next big thing is. <laughs> 
that we're gonna have to we're gonna have to find some musical. Is it genre. just music music related? I assume so. Or there's got to be like uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. Eight five five seven six five one zero four. Let's get a couple. Of, let's get a couple phone calls here in just a minute. Sandy in Norfolk. How are you, Sandy? I'm great, Mark. How are you guys today? We're doing great. We're doing great. Y'all good. I haven't called lately. No, I know. We I, missed you. I, I I wonder, you know, those people up there in D.C., they work for us. We the people, right? I mean, technically, yes. Why can't we impeach? Why can't we get rid of all the garbage up there? Well, I mean, you mean like, well, okay, what, there's a couple of reasons. First of all, it's, un, it's not in the Constitution. In the Constitution, only the uh, Congress can impeach and the Senate can remove. But we can elect senators and Congress people to do that. And, in fact, that's exactly what the Democrats did in 2018. They knew that they, knew that they wanted to impeach Donald Trump, so they spent an entire two years, years campaigning on that. And they brought okay. in the squad. They got AOC in there. They got, I mean, Rashida Tlaib, her entire premise, the entire agenda that she pushed on the campaign trail was, I want to go to Washington to impeach Donald Trump. And there's, and she wasn't the only one. There were a ton of them. There were a ton of them. And their o- the only reason they were elected was because they drummed up enough hatred for Donald Trump. So in a way, that's how you impeach a president. If If you can get enough people in the Congress who think like you and act like you, and and realize that, yes, Joe Biden is compromised. And, yes, Joe Biden is just as guilty as impeachable, probably more so than Donald Trump ever was. We should impeach him, too. If you can get people elected to positions like that, then, yes, you, too, can impeach them. But we can't just we can't just sign our, uh, you know, like a document and get a million signatures and throw Joe Biden out of office like they can in California. Although so uh, that means the Republican Party needs to get really busy in every state and get some good conservatives going for office. Sandy, that's exact. Yes, that, Sandy, that I couldn't have put it better myself, so I won't even try. That is exactly what needs to happen. And yeah, and luckily we have that happening. We have Matt Gates who flew to Wyoming for a rally. And I know what you're thinking. Why is Matt Gates from Florida flying to Wyoming for a rally when it's not even an election year? Because he wants Liz Cheney, who's a backstabbing conservative traitor, who voted to impeach the president of the United States based on no evidence, based on bogus claims in record time in a totally unconstitutional process. And also, by the way, she's supposedly a member of the president's own party. She and nine other turncoats voted to to impeach him. And it was the wrong thing to do. And she particularly was uh, uh, is targeted now because she holds a conservative um, leadership position in the in the House of Representatives. So Matt Gates and a bunch of others are trying to get her out of that position and then out of office. And we've got I mean, Jill is writing me every day from from uh, where is she and from Illinois. No, from Illinois. she wants to get rid of her representative because he voted to uh, to impeach you. Like Donald Trump yesterday announced that he has created the office of the former president. And the office of the former president sent out a big, big press release. They have a logo. They've got an email address. They're like, look, we're going to handle all of Donald Trump's affairs, all of his public statements and press gatherings. Here's what Donald Trump's office of the former president is going to do. It's going to go back and oust every single Republican that voted to impeach him, that voted against him, that made his time in office a living hell. And American voters, 75 million of them, will probably get on board with that. Because we liked what Donald Trump was trying to do. Okay, Donald Trump's not doing it anymore. There's people out there who can and will. And like you said, you got to get him into office. It starts with Congress in two years. It starts with the senators in two years. We've got to get rid of 
these 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 do nothing Democrats who are wasting time impeaching a president who's not even in office and get in not just Republicans, but conservatives who are going to do what we want them to do. Two years. It's got to happen in the House. It, it'd be great if it happened in the Senate. And then four years later, we can talk about the executive branch. But that's how you impose your will on on Congress. You vote. You vote them in or you vote them out. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Uh, we got some mail time coming up here. We got more of the Marcation. We'll squeeze in a few more of your phone calls, too. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. We got <laughs> some woman dragged her husband away from whatever he was doing and pulled him into the room and said, can you please sing him the sea shanty? And we'll play the sea shanty uh, before we leave. Before we leave today, we appreciate that. Hey, uh, thanks so much for I'm glad everyone enjoyed it. And also, uh, a lot of people are asking about HR1, which is HR1 is definitely something that deserves some attention and something you should be made aware of. I don't know that we'll be able to get to it today. However, however, tomorrow is whatever you want Wednesday. And for those of you that are new to the show, maybe you've just started watching on Facebook or on Twitch or on uh, on um, on YouTube, wherever. Uh, the, here's what happens on Wednesday. We just open up. We don't do any work whatsoever. We don't come in here prepared at all. And I know what you're thinking. Sounds like you don't come in prepared any other day of the week either. True that. But we act, we we take extra special care not to prepare on Wednesday. And that way we can just open up to your phone call. So uh, what we'll do is we'll go over HR1 a little bit tomorrow. And then we'll open it up. If you have an if you have a concern or if you have something you want to say, you can you can leave us an open mic message right now. And then, like I said, we'll get to that tomorrow, too. The open mic is a feature in our mobile app, which you can find at 104.5 WOKV in the App Store. All right. It is time now, ladies and gentlemen. This is very exciting for let me make sure I get the right button here. Mail time. No, I did it. (laughs) See, I said it. It's time for mail time. You already know what time it is. It's the Mark K Show Mail Time. Now wait no further. It's your host, Mark K. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We're going to put the uh, the address, by the way, if you want to send something in the chat. And it's also on our website, markk.com, yes. if you want to get us. And we got a letter here from a guy. He always sends us, like, photocopies. So I'm guessing or, like, uh, he, like, finds newspaper articles. And I'm going to open oh, this from, uh, from Nicholas. Let's see what Nicholas sent us. This is our first letter. We have some big packages we're, that's on, yeah, we, have right. some, we have some other <laughs> gifts we'll get to here in just a minute. Oh, look, it's a picture of us. Oh. The Mark K. Nature. Oh, it's a screenshot of our studio with the ducks floating in the background. We have ducks outside our window from time to time. Mm-hmm. And he wrote the Mark K. Nature Show. Love the show. Watch on YouTube every day. A loyal patriot, Nick. P.S. After Biden is in, will Susie still call in with Trump Day Wednesdays? Uh, they won't be the same as she stops. You know what? We're going to have to find out tomorrow yeah. if Susie's going to call in and declare it to be Trump Day. All right. Thank you so much for that, by the way. This says Fulfillment Center, Clayton, North Carolina. Hmm. Interesting. Mark Keisha. I don't know if somebody ordered us something or if I ordered something and forgot about it. Looks like. Oh, it's from our buddy Joe. Oh, it's from Joel Patrick. Oh, Joel. Pa- Do you know who Joel Patrick is? That name's super familiar. I've heard yeah. before. He's the uh, the uh, original. He's the black redneck. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's a Trump supporter. He's been on the show a couple times. He has a uh, big orange pickup truck. Okay. And he always drives around everywhere. He's uh, very popular on social media. He sent us a white privilege card. <laughs> so we can use our white privilege card. I guess whenever we need something. <laughs> uh, member since birth, good through death, card holder, Scott Free. Thank you so much, Joel. That's beautiful. This card grants its bearer <laughs> happiness and success because of its because it's the color of your skin and not the choices you make that determine your abilities to be successful. Uh, get yours at official joelpatrick 
Facebook.com. Great idea. Joel, my butt, my, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I always wanted a white privilege card. That's great. You're born right. with it. All right. Uh, this is from Chris R. right here in Jacksonville. Let's see what. Oh, I hope I didn't slice it. Sometimes I get really knife happy and I accidentally I slice <laughs> whatever's inside. This looks like a very long letter. Mark, great show for your entertainment and edification. Share on air if you deem worthy. Oh, it's poetry. Oh, poetry. Yeah, for, I think it's poetry. Freedom on the brink. Oh, it's a. Oh, it's one very long. It's like an epic poem. Ooh. It's 2020 in the year of our Lord, rife with the usual politi- political discord. The perennial issues such as taxes and immigration are debated in Congress, but still vex our nation. This has all the bacons of a sea shanty, doesn't it? I mean, if you know, like, this is very serious. In 2016, an outsider hating us call answered this nation's clip. No, wait, hold on. I got to get a different beat. Never mind. War. <laughs> Maybe it's just be a uh, maybe it should just be a uh, a poem. Anyway, this is look at this. His brash, boyish banter and locker room talk would cause misguided voters to shudder and balk. Trump raised the ire of some suburbanite women who vote based not on logic but are emotionally driven. Fun. <laughs> wow. Okay, There's yeah. so many packages. Oh my gosh! Stop. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thank you very much. That's a great poem. We'll read it. Uh, I'll give it my complete edification uh, later on. Here we go. This is from Aaron Boise. Oh, oh the little reindeer shop. This is not for you. It says the Mark K show. Yeah, but he's asked me about it a lot. Oh, it says attention, Hannah. Yeah. Well, it's misspelled. It's H-A-N-N-A, so I don't think it's for you. Actually, oh, okay. Give it your name. Let's open it. The little reindeer shop, by the way. I think I have an idea what this is. And the, these guys are great. They made us. another surprise in there for me as well. The, oh, did he? Mm-hmm. All right. But I appreciate you opening my package. Well, you know, no problem. Um, I don't, can't even open it. I'm going to be honest with you. You wrapped it so well. They make these woodcraft, and for Christmas we got a woodcraft. Uh, it was like a plaque with all our faces yeah, really and the cool. logo on it. Oh, here it is. Look at this. The flip paddle. For those of you that have no idea what this is, it's shaped like my head, by the way. Mm-hmm. This is great. It's uh, Whenever we go on and off the air, I have to flip buttons, and Hannah's job is to tell me to flip. So we have this official here. Look at that. It's wonderful. It smells so wooden. It smells so great. Oh, it really, this is great. Isn't that, wow, that's amazing. And what is this? This is for you? Yeah. All right, should I open it? No, I should open it. Oh, look at this. <gasps> it's for your wedding thing. Oh, really? My look wedding thing? Look at that. Thing? Hannah and Casey, dear heavenly, oh, and then there's a prayer on the back. Oh, this is probably personal. I'm not going to read this This is really you. sweet. Oh, my gosh. And it has our image all sketched Isn't out. Isn't that great? Yeah. Oh, that's really, really sweet. Little Reindeer Shop. Thank you so much. We appreciate all. This is fantastic. This is wonderful. And this is also great, too, because, you know, it's like a like if someone gets out of line. Oh, this is good for the sea shanties. There once was a man named the... Ow, that really that does hurt a lot. That does hurt a lot. All right. One more, one more package today. And then uh, did you post the um, address, by the way? Did you pin those? I did. All right. We did I this. can't pin it on YouTube, though. I can only pin it on YouTube. Why can't you pin it on YouTube? We've talked about this so many times. Uh, this is from, let's see, this is from Jason Ziccarelli in Orange Park, Florida. Hello, Mark, Hannah, and Josh. I wanted to thank you guys for all you do. Keep on being that voice of reason and patriotism. Here are a few shirts for all three of you. Oh, wow. I have a YouTube channel where I do what's called Magnet Fishing. Hope you will check it out. Stay squatchy, y'all. Squatchy? Jason, the magnetic squat. What is magnetic fishing? I don't know, but it sounds fun. Oh, look. Magnet. Look at this. We have shirts. I'm excited. I they love say, shirts. 
They say, ma- well, here you go. There's, there's, it says magnet squatch. What is magnetic fishing? I don't know, but I think we should. All right, now we're gonna have to now we're gonna have thank to go you. Google it. Uh, anyway, there. You, well, thank you so much for all these. This is fantastic. You guys are so generous, and uh, and we appreciate the shirts and the paddle, the white privilege card, which I will put to use immediately. <laughs> um, again, if you want to, uh, if you want to send us something, well, look, it, it's super easy to do. Uh, here's Hannah with all the information. If you want to send us something, go ahead and send that to 11700 Central Parkway, Jacksonville, Florida, 32224. Y'all come back now, you hear? And it just got to use the foot paddle for the first time and it worked. It worked because she banged it on the desk. So anyway, <laughs> by the way, the flip paddle only works if you sit across from me, not when you okay, sit next to you me. You literally made me sit in this seat. I'm just saying. My that, favorite seat is over there. Okay, well that's well, you may have to move back now that you have the flip paddle. And the because, new ring light. Because yeah, whatever. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We uh, we've let's get it. We'll take a couple more phone calls and then we'll play the sea shanty before we leave. Let's go to uh, let's go to let's see who's been waiting very long. Oh, Aaron from the little reindeer shop. Aaron, we got the flip paddle. It's amazing. Hey, I'm glad you got it finally. It uh, was making me nervous. No, no, we got it. Thank you so much. And Hannah got I like accidentally opened Hannah's wedding present. It wasn't um, an accident. But uh, but anyway, but she loves that too. So anyway, uh, what do you want to say today, Aaron? Well, just a couple of quick things. First of all, your erection bit was a little hard to hear, but I think you set it up well. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate thing it. Is, I, I really think Donald Trump wants this impeachment. I think he's dying to get the truth out. And I think what's going to happen is going to backfire against the Democrats. I think what, you know, he, remember, he said, be careful what you wish for. And they're they're thinking they're all safe and they're all in. And now he's finally, everything he did classified. I think when the media is going to shut him down as soon as this starts to come out, it'll be too late. Yeah, that's right. No, you're right about that. And there's going to and what's going to happen there's going to be fallout galore every time they overreach, whether it's a second impeachment, whether it's a trial after he's left office, whether it's this H.R. one bill, which we'll discuss at length tomorrow, whether it's I mean, anything else they try to do to stifle it, whether it's big tech censoring people, it's just going to make people angrier and angrier. It's not going to it's not going to make people think, wow, the Democrats are really inclusive and they are unifying and everything. You know, all these executive actions that Joe Biden is taking unilaterally, re- that really makes me believe him when he says he wants to work with Republicans in Congress and work uh, across the aisle. Because, again, it's what they say is one thing. What they do is something totally opposite. And and every time they do something that harms America, more Americans are going to see it. By the way, Aaron, if people want to find you online, where's the best place to send them? Um, well, I have um, I have a Facebook Little Reindeer Shop, and I also have a website LittleReindeerShop.com. All right, perfect, Aaron. Thank you again for all the lovely gifts. We love uh, we love all your woodworking. It's amazing. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. All right, well, we had we did this earlier today, and I promised I would do it one more time before we left because there's a woman out there who dragged her husband to the radio just so he could hear our sea shanty. It's the biggest thing on TikTok. And, you know, we love we love being part of being part of cultural phenomenon. So uh, we thought we would do our own Mark K show, Joe Biden themed sea shanty. Uh, If you missed it the first time, listen carefully. As I hit the button, (laughs) 
This happens every single time. There lives a man in old D.C. who's been there since 73. He hasn't done much that you can see. He goes by President Joe. Soon may the Republicans win and make America great again. We'll say goodbye to Joe Biden, to the old folks home he'll go. See, it's just that easy. We'll lower your taxes and lower the debt and sue the crap out of big tech. Keep those socialists in check and boot out President Joe. Soon may Republicans win to make America great again. Pelosi will be drowning in gin to the old folks home she'll go. That's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> to the old folks' home she'll go. Hey, 855-765-1045 is our number. Clara in Jacksonville. How you doing, Clara? Good. Oh, good. What's going on, Clara? What did you want to say? Well, I've just been uh, watching about all these executive orders yeah. and noted over 52,000 American jobs have been lost. Isn't that something? And I want wanted to point out that the Keystone Pipeline is not being canceled for envio- environmental reasons. It's being canceled because former President Obama and Joe Biden are buddies with the Oracle of Omaha, who owns BNSF Railroad, and he's the one that's going to benefit from the closing down of the Keystone Pipeline. You're talking about Warren Buffett, of course, and I have heard that as well, that when the Keystone Pipeline closes, he gets all the contracts to shuttle the oil back and forth because, well, listen, you don't have a pipeline to compete with, so uh, we'll just use your we'll just use your railroad. That's a great point. And, uh, and you're going to see a lot of that. There's a lot of executive orders coming down the pike that is just Joe Biden paying back political favors. Um, in fact, if you looked at all of these that have come through already, you'll probably see it's either him currying favor with somebody uh, in the future or paying back something that he owes somebody um, to help him get elected. By the way, Clara, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but you sound a lot like the lady from uh, The Wedding Singer who who uh, got the who paid with meatballs. Try one of my meatballs and then saying hip hop. Hit me to the hip, and it doesn't matter. Thank you so much for your call. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Tomorrow, whatever you want, Wednesday, whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about. And also, uh, we'll play your open mic messages, too. You can leave one right now. You can leave, start leaving them now. Go to the uh, App Store, download the 104.5 mobile app. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh, all next. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen. Shopify.com listen.